What up, what up, what up, world? How you doing today? It's your boy D Loops, aka Do It All Loops, here with my boy. Artificial AV was good. We are the creators of the Stew Beat Showcase, and we bring to you the Beat Club Podcast, where producers are heard, the best place to hear new beat makers from around the globe. Here we keep it real about the music and cut to the facts with the help of special guests and listeners worldwide. If you wish to join our Beat Club Podcast community, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Beat Club Podcast and join our private producer group on Facebook by searching the Stew colon Beat Club. Artificial AV Man was popping. I have no idea, yo. <laughs> All types of shit going weird today. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's in the air. As you can see or hear, we're late as hell. Yes. And a lot of technical difficulties. My car, my damn charger for the phone for the live. <laughs> it's because the Patriots are losing today. The but Patriots are what? losing. That's why. Huh? The, the Patriots are losing. He said that's why. Yeah, and the Patriots are losing. So it's probably their fault. We can't. We can't hear Dimitri all the way. We're gonna make this show work today. And <laughs> I know y'all can't see me unless you're on a live, but I got headphones on. But guess what? I can't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna make the show work, man. We're gonna make it work, son. Everything else is good outside of all the confusion today. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good to hear, Dimitri. Man, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I walked in today, and uh, apparently everything started going wrong. So I don't know. Sound like you need to stay home, bro. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Show's canceled. Let's go home. Oh, shit. All right, then. Well, I'm also doing uh, cool as well. Uh, just been chilling, working, and chilling. Uh, not in any particular order. Uh, been watching some new things, doing some new things. You know what I mean? Uh, bought some new video games as of recently. Not new, but new to me. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. the poor man. You know, the poor man. Wait, wait for that shit on the PlayStation Plus joint so I can cop something. And then uh, I was watching uh, Hill House. I don't know if you watched that. I'm real into Hill House on Netflix. It's like a hunted. Nah, yeah, it's, it's I don't like do horror. You don't do haunted. horror? Nah. nah. It'd be corny after a while. Nah, it's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty, so pretty good. So they say. Them shits are predictable. They, uh, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. But enough about what I watched, man. I got some announcements that I need to make. Uh, so first and foremost, Beat Club Podcast live events in November. So this is the first time we're doubling down in one month. We're going to be traveling a little bit. So we have one November 15th. That's right. Thursday, November 15th at the Grog. That's 13 Middle Street, Newburyport, Massachusetts. Uh, we have some performers such as Andre X and Duke Caron. And we have a main battle with John Glass versus Vinyl Villain. Uh, these are not the only things that are happening that night. If you're a producer and you're in the area, please pull up. It's free sign up. Just pay the door fee, but free sign up and play your beats live uh, for the producer community and the podcast will actually get recorded that day and put up there on SoundCloud, Spotify and all that for everybody to hear your sound. So please just come through. That's 13 Middle Street, Newburyport, Mass at the Grog. Three days after, because we're busy, Sunday, November 18th, man, we're going to be at Wonder Bar downstairs. That's 186 Harvard Ave, Austin, Massachusetts. And we have some killer battles that night. We got Lightfoot versus Billy Loman. Or the, the artist formerly known as Billy Loman. <laughs> He's now Loman. Uh, Avi, who's your prediction on that? Damn, why you always do this? Just, I got to warm you up. What's up? Uh, Light for the Loman. Call it. I'm going to go with, I was about to say, I'm going to go with the person whose name starts with an L, but never mind. Um, Loman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Then we got <laughs> Battle Axe versus Humbeat. Prediction. I'm going to go with Battle Axe. I mm. think he's going to surprise us with some shit we haven't heard yet. And I like this one. First Official versus DJ Manipulator. First Official's my guy, but I'm going to go with uh, Manipulator. He got he got some some crazy he, joints. That's some a real, really great fucking yeah. battle right there. Shout out to Motivate Marin for putting those together. So once again, y'all, November 15th, Newburyport, November 18th, 
uh, Austin Mass. So just check in with us. Come through producers. Be a part of the culture and play them damn beats. Um, outside of that, Sunday, December 2nd, the Stoopy Showcase is back for Beat Battle Like No Other, SGFS5, y'all. Come witness eight producers go beat for beat in one of the most creative beat battles to date. Making beats live on the spot, all for the title belt, prizes from our sponsors, and $1,000 cash. It all happens Sunday, December 2nd at Wonder Bar in Austin, Mass. Doors open at 6 p.m. And producers, if you want part of the action, come and get some. This year, we have two open wild card seats. If you want one, here's how. You sign up at the door for Open Kitchen. You play your beats, you rock the crowd, you get the vote, you get on the panel. It's mad simple. Producers must have equipment on site for advancement, though. For more information, you can visit thestewshowcase.com. Uh, anything else we got to add to just the stew in general? Advanced tickets are on sale, right? Yeah. Oh, we yeah, good right now. Yeah, yeah. Right, get bet. them early. Yeah, you gotta get, that, get them early. Get that low cost early. Yeah. All right, y'all. So all that information aside, I know we're fucking late. But it's not about us. It's about our guests right now who we have on the phone. Acrobatic, what's popping? Are you there, sir? Peace, I'm here. I hope you can hear me. I, we can kind of hear a little bit of something. Avi, can you hear him a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I can. I can hear him pretty well. I, I can't hear Acro right, completely. I'm, I'm here, man. Thanks for having me. We're going to make this work. We're going to make something work, man. We got all this technology and shit. We're going to make something work. I hear him through the speakers right here. Oh, okay. Right. So we'll make it work. How you doing today, man? Word up. I'm doing great. And just so you know, I can hear y'all loud and clear. So hopefully everything's going to work out, man. I'm I'm blessed, bro. Good, good. I told you I'm going to use my Mark Marin voice today, man. I'm going to be really loud today. <laughs> you know what I mean? But thank you for taking the time, man, just to call in. I w- Like I said, I wish you was here with us, but we're going to make it work regardless, man. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. I moved, so the mileage is a little different these days to get to y'all. But I'm I'm still glad that we're able to connect in this way, man. And you know I'm going to see y'all soon at one of the stew events, man. Oh, absolutely, I Absolutely, man. Uh, just thanks for being a part of the show. And uh, I'm pretty sure you're ready to hear some beats as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Most definitely. Now, you do know on, on the show, we, we keep it real rap raw. All right? So, like, right. when it comes to the producers, they got feelings, but we don't care about their feelings too much. We let them know what it is. Oh, uh, man. I see. You know, <laughs> you know I'm a nice guy, man. So, <laughs> can, can, I, can I not know who the producer is when you play the beats? Can I just judge I mean, the that, music? That's can your choice? who made it? That's that's your choice, but I, I would just say this: it, it's part of the bigger purpose act because we're, we're trying to make a fire instrumental mix, man. So we can't just right, make, right. Make everybody on that. there. And on top right, of that, well, how, however y'all would do that with anybody else, I'm here, man. I I'll bet. be on the hot seat. And I, and I want you to know that you're gonna take part in this whole thing because your your name is also gonna be put on the mixtape as well as far as curated with acrobatics. So really be oh, high pressure. Well, I appreciate that. Oh yeah, I'll give my honest opinion on the beat, definitely. Bet, man, bet. Uh, Anything else that we need to say to the people before we start? I know we started late, but I know we got to get into some action. Yeah, let's go, man. People yelling at us online? I got yelled at through text (laughs) on the way here while I was trying to to get my car to get back to where it should be. (laughs) People are so selfish. It's okay. But hey, let's do the service to the people. You ready for some beats? Let's go. No further ado. Let's get it. All right, so check it out. What we do each and every Sunday here at the Beat Club Podcast is we have a place called thebeatclubpodcast.com where producers can go and upload as many fire beats as possible. That's right, as many fire beats as possible. We take some of these beats and place them in a folder and play them for the first time ever on our show. 
We give our feedback and decide if we're going to keep or cut the beats. All the beats that are kept get placed on a fire instrumental mix that we release called Writer's Block. And it's just a way of showing love to producers who participate. And big shout out to Beatmakers Boutique for helping us reward dope beats from dope producers as we search for our beat of the month. Get nominated today and your beat can win you a free sound pack from Beatmakers Boutique. So make sure you follow them and follow them up. Follow them on IG and go check out their website because I think they also have a sampler, a sound pack as well. Um, Couple of rules. One, I got a brief acrobatic on this. Yes, sir. One, safe keeps. We only get one safe keep per host. That's like a pity keep. That means like you don't really want to cut the beat, but you don't really want to keep the beat. You just going to give them a safe keep. That's it. Just one. Okay. I right, acro. Yeah, that's fair enough. Cool. And let me let me just say, man, salute to y'all for even doing this because, you know, I feel like beat making and production has always been like the missing element of hip hop that don't get mentioned enough. It just kind of gets, you know, shuffled in there with DJing. But this is really dope that y'all y'all do this to keep this alive and give so many cats opportunities to have their music heard, man. So Appreciate it, up. brother. I'm dropping the air horn. <laughs> dope. Uh, second rule, majority vote wins. So if me and you agree on something, and let's say Marin yep. comes in and AV tend to agree on something else, what tends to happen in this room, we got to go to Twitter, mm-hmm. we got to go to Facebook. They're going to voice their opinion and sway the vote to let us know if we need to keep or cut it. All right. Word to little John. Uh, <laughs> other rule? Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Our other rule is... You can have a Beat of the Week nomination. If you hear a beat that is so incredibly fire, you can vote it for oh. Beat of the Week nomination. If there's more than one Beat okay. of the Week nomina- uh, nominee, we battle them yep. at the end of the show and see who takes takes the prize and takes the win. So uh, just like keep that. your ears open. And uh, last one is Keep It Real Rap Raw. We talked about this. Yep. We talked about this, so we already know what it is. But uh, outside of all that, man, we got to get into some beats. We got Acrobatic on the phone. Who's the first person yeah. on the chopping block? Where they from? What's going on? So first up, we got A-Side Music, and this is called Aces. All right. So we're going to take a listen to right now on the Beat Club Podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. The Beat Club. Beat Club, let's talk about this one right now. Artificial Wavy, what's the word on this beat, bro? I'm not mad at it. Um, so right away, I'm gonna keep it, but I do feel like it was missing like one thing. One thing might be Green. an artist 
or another sound or something. I, I'm not I sure. It was something in the mid range. Yeah, I, something was missing. Range, something was missing. But yeah, but still dope enough for me to like it, vibe to it. So I'm gonna keep it. Bet. Uh, I felt as though there was just enough empty space uh, for an artist. It was almost like it was it was on the brink of being almost too much empty space. Mm, uh, yep. But it it passed. It yep. definitely passed. All the sounds sounded great, um, but they, it almost felt like something was missing. And I felt like I agree with you. It could have been like an artist and such. So I will keep it. But let's talk to Acrobatic. Acro, man, you heard the beat. Would you keep it a yeah. cut and give you feedback, man? Um, I'll keep it. Why so? Um, I, well, I just think that mu- musically, it's just really dope. Sound like the producer has a really good ear for sound. I particularly was digging the bass. And what that was doing, mm-hmm. you know, the only thing I would say, you know, is that maybe this would be a track for an artist like, you know, maybe like SZA or somebody. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if, if rhyming to it is is what I was initially thinking when I heard it. It just sounded good. So as a beat itself, it's just dope to me. I uh, bet. So that sounds like a keep it, keep it, keep it. I don't know if people are saying anything in particular online at the moment, but uh, it sounds like majority rules right about now. So. I'm just going to go ahead right now and just say. Yeah, Facebook was saying keep it anyway. Yeah, they already know, fam. We got Word. next. They calibrated. Um, it's a newbie? Uh, no. This person's been on the show at least once. Um, and I believe the album title is The Stepbacks and Setbacks. I think the actual name is Monday or something. Okay. And the producer's name is? This Centerprise? Do you agree with that, Dimitri? Can we phone? Is that is that what it says? Producer names are crazy. All right, <laughs> whatever. Rap spellings. Let's go. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna take a listen right now to Beat Club Podcast. Keep it cut. That, but... so <laughs> <laughs> let's go. like this shit turn this down well, yeah. so, uh, yeah, alright right, beat club let's talk about it artificial AV man how do you feel about this beat um I'm on the fence cause I feel like uh it was a couple things that were just off about the beat the chops were cool except for uh to me when they were placed certain places yes. chops were it was like uh like I was dancing and then the record skipped yeah. in the club yeah. and I was like oh okay <laughs> what the hell yeah. um I think I'm gonna cut this one but Keep sending in some more beats because obviously you're you're right there. I agree with you uh, when it came to I like the chops. I just didn't like how the chops were placed, and I also felt as though the drums weren't as um, they they didn't have enough umph or body for me to to really shine through. And I felt like that would be important, especially with some chops like that. So I'm going to cut it 
but that's two cuts here. But we got to see what Acrobatic's gonna say. Acro man, you gonna keep or cut the beat? Um, I'm gonna cut the beat. Why so? Um, well, here's the thing though. You you can like uh like artificial AD said, man. You can tell that the producer knows what he's doing. Like I'm sure he's dope, and if I heard more beats from him, I'd, I'd love one of them or more. Um, I was just uh, I didn't feel like it was very original. Like I like sampling, but I, it almost felt like I had heard that before. You know what I mean? And mm. at the same at the same time, though, at the same time, I have to be completely honest and say that if that beat came on and then Ghostface just came out of nowhere rhyming, I probably would perk <laughs> up real fast. Yeah, and, and, and check check that shit out. You know what I mean? But yep. in terms of just where I stand on the beat itself, uh, I would cut it. See, that's what I'm talking about, making real man decisions right now. So it sounds like it might <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, that wasn't easy, but. <laughs> I could tell by the way you broke it down. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It, the first cut, it is always like difficult. I think once you get to like a third or fourth, it just becomes easy. I'm like, nah. Right. And you can't go throwing away those uh, safe keeping nah. too early in the game. Nah, nah. Exactly. See, <laughs> I already knows, man. So uh, okay. people on. People online are saying safe cut it. I don't think that exists. <laughs> uh, people say, yeah, I'm not sure about this one. So I guess I'm just going to say that's a unanimous cut. Damn. Let's get one more in, man. It's right there, though, man. Right there. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Hold on. It's saying pop. Oh, because it's short. All right, cool. So next up, we got. Yeah, we did the same shit. Nah, <laughs> nah you're gonna, we're going to sound this one out. This is new smooth. Got you. With. Type R and B. Type R and B is that is that a type B? I don't know. Type B. Can you have know. a type R and B type beat? Is that possible? <laughs> I don't even. I was know. gonna ask y'all if y'all get a lot of type beat submission. Yeah, we do <laughs> at times. It at might times. not be title no type beat, but they be those types. <laughs> they definitely be type yeah, beat. yeah. Oh, no right. doubt, no doubt. So we're gonna take a listen to it right now on the Beat Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. <laughs> White smooth vibes on the track. So I'm just going to open this up to the room. I got Acrobatic on the phone. I got Artificial AV here. Which one of you guys? Acrobatic. I, I'm going to have him do the hard work. Uh, <laughs> um, damn, I knew that was going to come to me first. I just knew it. Uh, <laughs> yo, I'm going to cut it, man. I, I got high standards. I like that beat a little bit, but not enough to keep it. All right. What, did it, what didn't do it for you? <laughs> I mean, I guess the... the just the fact that it, it was too linear. It wasn't really going nowhere. And then the drums weren't really funky like that. Like, it just kind of had a little heartbeat thing going. Like, I feel like the vibe, though, the vibe put me in a good mood as soon as it came on. But then as it went on, it didn't go nowhere. So that, for me, made me cut it. 
I agree. I felt like someone invited me to a party. I walked in and they slapped me as soon as I came through the door, man. Like it just was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, said Merry Christmas. So, someone said online, Marin said that's a prank. <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Um. So yeah, oh, can we just? Playing. I see what's up. This 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 is a cut it. This is a cut it. Yeah, I I had something to say, but never mind. No, 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 no. Nah, it's just like yo, the tones are off, notes are off. But I can hear where the beat was trying to go. You just got to take out some of those things that don't match. The beat wasn't, I mean, not the beat, the um, the elements of the beat weren't talking to each other. So, nah, they weren't even in the same room. They weren't cut from the same mm. cloth. <laughs> None of that. Just go back and mm. just try better sounds Um, and find some friends. Play for your friends and see what they say. This sounds like something you made just amongst yourself. You need better friends. Get some friends. Oh, man. Mm. Now, that's all. No, for real. We're your friends. We're telling you right now. We're telling you right now. You need better friends because we're your friends right now. Telling you like, yo, bro, you got you got better beats. <laughs> so, can we just say unanimous on this one? Unanimous. Yes, unanimous. Damn, it's a no from me, bro. Yo, someone said it's a nah. <laughs> it's a nah. You know what? We're going to take a break from the beats, all right? Because we need to we need to cool cool these uh, cut-its down. All right. Acrobatic, man. What's popping, bro? Oh, man. I'm just glad to be around doing my thing, man. I got um, so a lot of different things going on, just trying to expand my career a little bit. Um, yeah, we're like going to talk said, about I, that. I, I, move, I moved. I don't, I don't want to get too deep into that, but, you know, uh, I'm still in New England here doing my thing, but I'm, I'm focused on a lot of projects outside of just putting out music. I've been working as a consultant for a company out in uh, back in Boston called Jaspi. It's like a Yeah, I want to talk family. to you about that, man. I seen an animated yeah. cartoon. They, they, yeah, yeah. Yo, t- like, how did that all happen? Just with, It's a good idea as far as the Jaspi stuff. You can definitely elaborate on that, but how did that whole thing come into play your song and an animation cart like animated cartoon uh, around it yeah really dope well the 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 company itself is a, is a startup you know what i'm saying so the it's a really small team of people right now but it's doing great they've, they've got a lot of stuff going on i i don't i don't know how much i can really say about it because uh there's like a non-disclosure agreement and i don't want to violate it no nah, don't violate it don't no no nah, nah, i'm not gonna but the, the bottom line is though is that the the company itself one of my boys is uh working over there doing uh, a lot of the creative work with animation and stuff he's this cat filthy will he's a yeah, really good animator and um he we had we had uh done some some work before but unfortunately didn't get to put it out so we kind of had some unfinished business and this just seemed like a good opportunity for us to link up and do some stuff together and then you know i guess once the company saw what i was about what i was doing they they wanted to bring me on as as a consultant so i'm working with them in that in that regard now and then the app itself is dope it's just like a way to to get families working together with finances for you know parents to kind of teach the shorties some financial responsibility and organization early on that's dope it's, it's, it's a real cool thing man yeah, it, it looks it's, fire. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out it, it looks it looks fire fam and i, I mean i gotta Word say up. this about you act man you you're always get like i know hip-hop is your thing but you've always used hip-hop as like a tool to get in the door into a bunch of different other things man i just love all the ventures that you're a part of and that you continue to to grow with and you continue to take on um, oh, thank you, man. Even when I looked like I, I was looking stuff up just to see, like, you know, I come across your Wikipedia page and I'll just be reading. I'm like, damn, yep. he did that, too. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting here and it says 
Okay, so your music was on HBO The Wire, ESPN's Playmaker, you on Date Movie, Whole Train. Yep. Your work's also been featured on NBA Live Series, uh, Frequency, yep. Need for Speed, Most Wanted. I mean, you, ha- you and more. You have more stuff coming, I'm pretty sure. You, yeah, you- I was just on the, um, I mean, some of the, you know, years go by so fast with, with like video games and movies and TV and stuff. But like, yeah. I, I mean, we had, uh, I did the album Built to Last in 2014 and then the title track from that ended up on the, the UFC video game, uh, the, the first version of it. So, you know, th- there's just been a lot of different places where my music has popped up. I'm thankful for that because it just kind of makes my audience really diverse. You know, it's like, I don't know. I don't always know exactly who my fans are until I meet them or until, you know, they, they send a shout out or order something off my band camp or something like yeah. that. So it's cool. I always try to tell, uh, you know, people because now younger artists ask me all the time, you know, about being an independent artist and how to make that career work. I just try to tell them like, yo, you got to make your talents work for you. You know, you can't just say I'm dope. And because I make music, that means everybody's going to be drawn to it immediately. There's work that goes into it. And there's other things that you can do while you're perfecting your craft. So y'all know I got, I got into teaching, you know, now, now I teach my own class on hip hop culture and history at UMass Boston. So uh, I've been doing that for five years now. And that, that's just another way that, okay, you know, I'm not in class rapping or even teaching people how to rap, but because of my experiences and the, the fact that I've studied it and been a student of the game for my whole life, I was able to take that into a, another field. And, you know, I, I dropped out of UMass and now I'm a professor there. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of that, <laughs> you know, because it's not, it's not so easy to get into that position without the, you know, all the credentials you might have to have to be that. Yeah. Well, l- let me ask you this then. Based off of all that stuff that you just listed and everything else, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure how many uh, non-disclosure forms you've signed, so I'm pretty sure you're holding some stuff back. <laughs> um, did those, because I'm, I'm really big on momentum, and yeah. I, I wanted to ask you, did these deals find you or did you find them? And then is it easier to land mm-hmm. others once you get your foot in the door based off your own personal experience? Yeah, well, I would say first and foremost that the most important thing that you can do uh as an artist is is represent yourself properly you know what i'm saying like whether you have a manager or not or an agent or not like whenever people come across you no matter what image you're trying to put across in your music video or what you're trying to get people to think that you are or you're about or what you still have to have that level of professionalism you know what i'm saying like i've met artists that you know on their records you might be like, man, I don't even know if I want to be in the same room with this dude. But then when you meet them, you know what I'm saying? They're professional because mm. you're doing the job and you're representing yourself and nobody's going to do a better job of that than you or no one should be able to really. And from that comes relationships. You meet people over the years. You know what I'm saying? You treat people the way you want to be treated. And I just mm. think that you pay some things forward without really expecting anything in return. And eventually it all comes back to you. And it takes a leap of faith for that. You know what I'm saying? Like you really have to believe that is true. Some people will tell you differently some people will be like yo zero fucks go for yours (laughs) worry worry about you do for you and and yeah i know that that for a lot of people that that will bring like some short-term success and short-term things but eventually you know what i'm saying your character is going to be what's going to hold you up and bring you along and, and give you longevity like once everybody gets hip to you and what you're about and and talk about you and talk about their experiences working with you and stuff you want those things to be positive and i think that if you have the talent to back that up and and the positive reputation 
and and that's really what's going to land you deals. That's what's going to make people think that they can be comfortable hiring you to do mm-hmm. things. That's what's going to give people, you know, the ability to trust you with with their students at a university. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that. Dope. Well, so let me ask you this: because you did also mention that you um you you your music was also involved with the UFC game. I actually was just playing a UFC game over the weekend and got knocked out like yeah. nine times. But I need <laughs> that, to, I need to ask you this, man. Bell. I tap people out with it. I don't even box like that. I'm just bringing them to the floor. So, so here's my question though, because I have a comment on that. Because I, I did see a post, man, where you, you're clotheslining niggas. Um, oh yeah, yeah, over yeah. Top, so whatever, I'm saying I'm not sure if this be. came roughly around the UFC time or whatever it was. Did, was that yeah, rehearsed? Because <laughs> you literally clotheslined someone right before a rap show. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I grew up on professional wrestling. Um, I even spent a little bit of time at wrestling school, uh, at Killer Kowalski's wrestling school. What? Killer Kowalski. Yeah, you know, it was a brief time. It was like a few weeks in the summer. I learned some of the basics, but then I decided at that time pro wrestling wasn't for me. I was coming from uh, this, this company called Kaiju Big Battle that put on a lot of different uh, shows and Kaiju Big Battle is Boston based and it's like comic book meets professional wrestling. So we were out there as like comic book characters having these ill matches. Like I'm, I'm like throwing people out the steel cage, like got cats jumping off the top of the cage onto me, you know, it was like craziness. So that was like kind of the foundation for that and that and my love for wrestling. But then what you saw in the, the tape of me uh, clotheslining the dude, so there was a show that they did in Providence at this spot called Fet, and it was uh, the show was called Church of Providence. I think they do it in different cities, and it's Church of whatever city they're in. Mm-hmm. And it's run by the cats at uh, Strange Famous Records. My man B. Dolan, y'all might remember Sage Francis, ill rapper from, from Rhode Island. So those cats threw that show on, and it was like hip-hop, uh, I think there was like one or two rock bands. Then they had like three or four wrestling matches and a burlesque show with all women of color all in the same night. It was That's really crazy. incredible. <laughs> That's a hell of and, a ticket. <laughs> and and I, I got to go on last. I had the pleasure of, of closing out the night. And so the way we worked it was that the wrestler who won the last wrestling match was pissed off because he felt as though he should be the headliner and the, the headliner of the night, not one of these hip hop assholes on stage. And so then I came to the stage and had a conversation with him about it that ended unfortunately for him, as y'all see on on the tape. On the tape. <laughs> yo, it, yo, it's an awesome way to start a show. I gotta ask you then, because you went to the school though. What was every? Yeah. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan. You've been yep. practicing your finishing move for quite some time. What is the name yeah. of your finishing move that you had in mind? The, like the, the name of my finishing move is the AK forty seven. Oh shit. What is the AK forty seven? The AK forty seven is a modified choke slam where you grab one leg and then you take your palm of your hand to the chest and lift the person up over your head with the palm of your hand while holding that leg and then slamming them right down on their back. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I, I tore my shoulder playing flag football, so it ain't going to be no AK-47. Oh, man. AK-47 <laughs> sounds brutal, bro. Yeah, God, bro. Yo, that's, <laughs> I, I asked you another question. The best finisher of all time. Game now, <laughs> on my creative character. <laughs> yo, Acro, what is the best wrestling finisher of all time? The best wrestling finisher of all time. Wow, that's a tough one, man. But I'm going to go. The one that pops into my mind immediately is the Stone Cold Stunner. Mm, classic. Oh, I was going to say the pedigree. Pedigree. Pedigree is yeah. the shit. But yeah, Stone my Cold lady, Stunner. My lady would say the RKO. Mm. She, she, she probably in the other room right now shaking her head because I didn't say RKO. That's 
Dope. Well, uh, well, what we're going to do, we're going to get back at some beats. We're going to uh, put the violence on hold for a little bit. Uh, Motivate uh, Marin just walked in. He walked in. He didn't I say much. I opinions on the beats could be considered violent. <laughs> <laughs> Motivate Marin just walked in with a plate of food, man. He's getting down right oh, now. See. I'm supposed to be Yeah, man. I, I brought some Thai food just for act, man. He ain't show up, man. <laughs> Damn, Sam. <man. Nah. laughs> oh, what up, big bro? How you feeling? I'm chilling, brother. How you, man? I'm good, man. I'm, this is this is the day I always look forward to, man. Being here, no with my doubt, brothers. man. I wish I could be there. It's good to hear y'all's voices, though, man. This is fun. Yeah, no, yeah. don't worry, man. We, I'm gonna we're gonna summons you back here. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. In the meantime, have some wings in my honor. <laughs> so uh, let me see, artificial wavy man. Who we got next on the chopping block? Ah, uh, so next up we got. Damn, where's my mouse? Oh, there we go. Mellow D. Nice. We reach out. All right, cool. We're going to take a listen to it right now on the B-Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. Right, beat club. Let's talk about it. Room alone, man. I'm gonna make sure motivate Marin's ears are fresh, man. Motivate. How'd you feel about this beat? That's a keep it. That's an easy keep That's it. Easy keep That's it. Was it belly roll certified, man? That was belly roll certified in the name of, of Loops. Loops. All right. You know, making sure. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, that that was. I don't really have too belly much critique for it. I certified? think it was real smooth and just needed an artist. Mm-hmm. You know Almost said flap down. <laughs> the flap down. Exactly. That's the slow flap down. Oh shit! So that's a keeper from motivate. And, and if I was a wrestler, the flap down would be my finisher. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No doubt. Oh damn! All right, artificial wave man, you gonna keep this beat? Yeah, that's a keeper, man. That that shit was like that was instant sex. <laughs> oh god! No full play. Straight to the point. Straight to it. Quickie. Uh, all right, then let me go to acrobatic, man. Acro, man, you gonna keep or cut this beat, bro? I mean, I don't know if I would do anything with it myself. You know, I mean, if you had the Jodeci acapella and you wanted to just <laughs> drop it over there, then sure. You know what I mean? But yeah. like to me, that's an R and B beat, and as long I mean, do, do I, am I holding that against 
the beats like if, if I don't think that they're made for an MC. Nah, you just no, if, no, if no, they no, deserve no. to be on the instrumental oh, mix. That's oh, all. Well, in that case, yeah, let's keep that. That's that's like a Quiet Storm mix. Let's go. Yeah. Track one. There you go. All right, cool. Uh, people online yeah. says keep that one. Uh, <laughs> someone said my belly rolled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was smooth. Um, I'm gonna agree. I thought it was uh, it was cool, and I like I like how he, this person. I'm, I'm really I'm really a big hater of strings, but I like how they took the strings, they downplayed them just a little bit, they let them play out a slight melody just in case any artist does get on it, they can kind of follow the melody or still leave room to kind of do their thing. That was perfect. So for that reason, I like I'm the 808s. The 808s was hitting. Yeah, the, yo, the 808 was mean. <laughs> so uh, yeah. sounds like a unanimous. Keep it. That was, a, that was a different look for Melody too. So that's that's another reason, like it stood out to me because usually you know his sound is a little bit different. So he stepped out and did something different. So salute, brother. That was dope. Damn, wow. who who we got next, bro? All right. So next up we got Feel Good from the Beat Villains, and this is called Trilogy Cowboy. What is MM? Uh, <laughs> Mark Marin. Motivate Marin. <laughs> We're going to take a listen to it right now the B Club podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. about this one real quick artificial mm. baby man feel any particular way about this yeah i do What's um up? i have the same commentary from the last beat that he sent to us it's just his sounds man sound choice um sound choice is just it just sounds kind of dated to me like um i don't know is it, like Marin was saying is this from a video game there was a lot going on in there it was too crowded too cluttered as well I'm cutting it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about the vibe. It made me feel like I was like driving a tractor on some like clean ass fifty six inch chrome wheels or something like that. Like it was a <laughs> weird mixture. Um I, I I agree with the sound selection. Definitely be more picky uh, when it comes to your sound selection on the sounds that you choose to create uh beats with. Cause this one just isn't working all the way. I'm gonna cut it. I'm pretty sure Marin's gonna cut it. He gives the nod. But uh, let's go to Acrobatic. Acrobatic, man, you're going to keep a cut this beat, bro. I mean, I like the tempo of it and the snare drum. Those are the two things I like. Like, it actually made me feel like I could freestyle to it or something like that. But I, I wouldn't really think about writing a song to it. I would cut it. There you go. Straight to the point. I like it was how creative, it's... though. A little bit. A little yeah. Bit. You know? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. This rice fire, though. The rice is fire? Yeah, literally. Uh, so people said it's a particular taste. It's very creative. It's a country thriller. Um, so yeah, I think we're just gonna do a uni- unanimous on this one. Damn, damn. 
Oh, we got good news on the way. Number six, man. Who's that, bro? Cheat code? Yep, we got a cheat code. Cheat man. code Let's activated. Damn, I need, we need a sound effect for that. <laughs> we just made it. I'm going to sample that shit now. So next up, we got first official with Blister. All right, let's take a listen to it right now on the B-Club podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. The B-Club. saying keep head nod shit uh i like this keep it playing i like that as well but uh motivate marin just popping with this beat bro uh it's an easy keep it easy keep it all right <laughs> artificial solid speed. oh and by the way act two i this is Yo. the producer that i i tried to connect you with i don't know if you had got a chance to check out his shit but mm. it's a perfect Tell me the perfect name again. marriage the name again huh first, first official. official first official all right so I mean, wait, we put we put Ack out there. Ack, man, you gonna keep or cut this beat? This this is the beat that should have been playing in the background when I clotheslined the dude over the top. <laughs> over the top of <laughs> keep it, keep uh, it, and put I, my name on it in the, pencil. <laughs> I uh, anybody cutting this beat in this room? Nah, All instantly right. heard. Gee, you nut. Right, sounds like unanimous. Keep it. Jeez, let's get one more. Hold up. Got some more commentary. If if I was gonna be a wrestler, this would be my theme song. Right, exactly. <laughs> what she no said doubt. other yeah. than that. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> we got I one. I get it. I get it. Who we got next? This is a newbie. All right. Ignorant question. Where are the Netherlands? Europe Netherlands are in Europe? I ain't never been You've there. Been to so the Netherlands? I can't, I can't act? Talk about it. Many times. Oh, okay. Wait, where is yes, it, sir. by the way? It's in Europe. Uh, I've been to Eindhoven. I've been to The Hague. There's some real dope cities out there, man. All right. Well, we got a beat all the way from the Netherlands from a new producer right. called what? Um, by Four Days. Okay. Cool. Joint's called Sixth Grade. We're going to take a listen to it right now on the B-Club podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go.
exactly what I was thinking. <clears throat> All right, B Club, let's talk about it. People are saying some Tory Lanes on this. Keep. This is boring and it sounds cheap. Cut it. Other people saying keep. It's kind of divided online. I'm going to go to my Gemini's artificial AV man. What's the word on this beat? I'm divided. It's Damn. like I, I want to keep it. I feel like it could have been better, but. Hmm. Did you? Did you? Like, you know what? I can hear it on the mix, though. Yeah. I can hear it on the mix. Yeah. A little different flavor for the mix. So I'll keep it. A little sasson on the mix. Uh, motivate Mary, man. What's the word? My first instinct says cut it. Even though it was like a decent beat, like it was, you know, it was produced well. You know what I'm saying? Like it was cool, but I don't know. It just sounded like too clean. Like it sounded like a mm. like a demo beat. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you buy a, you know, whatever yeah. <laughs> program you buy and it's one of the demo beats on there. Yeah. That's exactly what it sounds Small like. Bit. You know what I'm saying? So for that reason... I'm going to cut it for personal preference, but the producer shows that, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, there's, like, you know, musicality there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're playing shit. It sounds pretty clean, but just not for me, so I'm going to cut it. I would say I, I absolutely agree with you when it comes to that, and I feel like if it isn't a demo beat, like, you actually put some work into it, just go back and mix it just a little bit differently. Add some grit to it or something like that, because it does sound too clean. However, I can also say there's a record in this song. There's definitely a record with this song. Uh, it can be real gimmicky if you need to, or it can just be something where you know a rapper takes it and takes it to that height. Um, but there's definitely a record within this song. So I'm kind of on the fence with this one as well. Uh, I'll, I'll safe keep. I'll throw it out there. This is a safe keep it. I mean, we have for it. Yeah, I'm going to ask Acrobatic, though. What's the word, Ac, man? You keeping a cut in this beat? Uh, yeah, that's how we all feel. Me. I'm cutting it. Uh, you know what this beat is, sounds like to me? You know how sometimes you'll hear Eminem rhyming and he'll be on a beat that's real whack, but because he's so dope, the song still just somehow becomes a big, huge hit. Yep. Like that is, that's one of those beats to me. Like it, you, it would have to, it would take like a feat of lyrical, you know, just magnitude that only a few can achieve in order to make that kind of stand on its own as a beat I, I just don't really like it I'm gonna translate that into a cut it cut it yeah keep it rocking so what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna take a quick break when we come back from the break we'll get back into interviewing Acrobatic going over some more beats talking that talk and, uh, and just chilling so checking with you guys soon Soundbridge Academy has created the first affordable, in-depth online music production certificate. We provide you with the knowledge behind the features, empowering you to use any plugin or production software out there because you understand its components and how they work together to create sound. You will learn sound design, audio processing, composition and sketching, arrangement and structure, and mixing and mastering. Don't spend thousands of dollars. Get the best education for a fraction of the price. Our free trial requires no credit card and includes unrestricted access to our course, the Digital Audio Workstation, which will give you all the basic knowledge required to start producing today. You are not expected to have any previous production experience and can learn at your own pace with lifetime access to the courses. Sign up today at soundbridgeacademy.com. What up, what up, what up? We are back from the break. Hopefully everybody had a good little break, man. Uh, I think our stomachs are full right now. Marin brought the food through. 
everything got demolished for the most part. Uh, really good food. What was the name of the place again? They ain't paying us for no damn spot. This is this is true. <laughs> it's, called, it's called Thai food in Norwood. Yes, yeah, it's Thai spot in Norwood. <laughs> it's called fire. It's called fire rice. <laughs> fire rice. That's it. That shit. Good I, luck finding it. Pepper as fuck. Oh shit. All right. Cool. Well, we're not gonna give you the plug. But if if there's any chefs out there and you guys are the plug and you got some food that you wish to cook on Sundays, then we can talk because we can definitely plug your location. That's real stuff talk. Our faces. So uh, yeah, that'd be a good look. Shoot, Acro man, you you throw down? I don't cook, nah, man. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I have my there's, moments there's too. There's two things: you have the gourmet and the gourmand. I'm the gourmand. I might deal with you. <laughs> so, uh, Ack man, I got a question for you. Um, we wanted you to talk about the perceptionist and, uh, and the perceptionist project, but also I wanted to, yeah. to talk about how did you go about choosing the beats for that project. Oh, okay. Good question. So for those who don't know, The Perceptionist is now a duo with uh, me and, and Mr. Lift, which is another Boston MC. You know, we go back over 20 years. We started our careers around the same time and been best friends since like 95 or something like that now. So um, that, yeah. And, and we we officially made our first album together in 05 on the Def Jux label, which was... Uh, that was run by LP, who's now with Run the Jewels. So that, that's a little bit of the history there. And, and we uh, were on each other's records for a while, um, but never got around to doing another full-length album together until last summer, uh, summer 17, we dropped the Resolution album. And um, then, you know, we went back on the road and everything. It was just like old times. It's been great. And we even dropped a remix album of that record with our boy Peyton Locke. Um, where he he uh, remixed um, like most of the album. We dropped a new song called Bait, and and both of those pro- that project's called Low Resolution, and they're both out on uh, Mellow Music Group. Um, but as far as the Resolution album and how we picked the beats, I mean, you know, just over the years, me and Lyft, you know, we done met so many talented people. It's it's hard to even narrow it down when it comes to you know what what music you use. So we just kind of went with beats that were in the vibe of, of what the album concept was, which which was basically, you know, just us kind of resolving a lot of the things from the past and, and, and starting a new beginning. You know, we wanted to drop something that was really reflective of what we've been through, you know, because uh, we, we both had like near-death experiences in, in between dropping those two albums. Um, you know, Lyft was on tour and his tour bus fell off a cliff. What? And that was, yeah, man, fell off a cliff and, and exploded, man, and nobody died. It, it was a uh, really, really, really crazy. Um, Good lord. That was in like oh oh nine or two thousand ten, I want to say. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. And then y'all, y'all know I had the heart surgery back in two thousand eleven. Yeah. Which it, it's crazy to think that it's been that long ago now. You know what I mean? But it was it was a really ill thing because it, it was one of those things where, like, you know, I, I think like seventy five percent of the people who have that surgery pass away within the first five years afterwards. So, you know, I'm I'm just glad to to, to be around and, and to know that I bounced back. Luckily, it happened during an earlier part of my life where I was more suited to bounce back because it's something that normally would happen to an older person and, and I guess that's why there's such a high mortality rate but we got through all of that you know what I mean and, and, and then we sat down and just started putting together all the music that we had been getting submitted from, from you know so many different people I mean Peyton Locke 
who is down in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. who is also, he's from Dorchester though. Like we went to, to prep school together. I've known him since I was 12 and he's always been lacing us with dope beats. So he provided a cool foundation with a couple of tracks for us. And, and his, his man, Willie Evans Jr. who's also down there in Jacksonville. He hooked us up with the song that ended up being the opening track. Um, I met this cat, uh, called Zmita Beat. And he he's from over in Germany, mm-hmm. and I, I I think I just heard his beats on like YouTube or something, and I just hit him up to see what was good. Turned out he was a big fan of ours already, and so we were able to get a track from him. And then Lyft uh, knows this cat um, from uh, synthetic, I'm sorry, synesthetic production, synesthetic music, and this cat is super talented. And he produced uh, the track Hose Down. And another track, Free At Last. And he also like lended his vocals to the choruses on those jams too. We ended up doing videos for both of those tracks. He's super talented. Dope. And you know, that was just from, he had produced a track on one of Lip's earlier albums. So we went back to him and see what he had and he just blew our minds with that stuff. So, so it's like a nice a nice wide range of uh, array of stuff. So let me ask you a question. In, in that case, uh, are you the type of person that typically hunts for beats or do you work with people that you're already familiar with? Like what what really works for you? I mostly enjoy making music with people that I know that are my friends, but it's hard to deny when something is so funky and speaks to you a certain way. It's like if something inspires me to write, it inspires me to write, regardless of who made it or anything like that. But, you know, I'm spoiled because I got guys like Peyton, you know, that that's like my right hand man. And he's one of my favorite producers in the game. And then, you know, earlier in my career, I got to work with Ill Mind a lot, who is like basically a production God at this point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I, I did like five tracks with him, um, beat miners, good friends of mine, you know, I've been able to, to, to work with them. So, I mean, it's really just about who's doing what at what time. I'm not really the type of cat who's always working on a project. You know, that's another thing. Like, some people feel like they got to put out an album every year or every six months and, you know, different things work for different people because I'm doing different stuff with the teaching and, you know, I have my solo stuff and my group. It's just, there's a lot going on. You know, you got to go on tour. So I don't put out music as frequently. So I do find myself getting challenged sometimes where it's like, all right, if I'm only going to put out 12 songs in the next year and a half, I got to make sure you know, they're the most hitting ones I got. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to narrow stuff down and eventually you're going to end up having people that might be a little upset with you because, you know, you tell them you like a beat, but then you end up sitting on it. I just try to tell my people, it's like, yo, man, if I haven't written to it after a couple of months, that's your beat. You know what I'm saying? Do something with it until I pay you for it. It's your beat. You know, so you just try to keep it all fair with everybody, man. But it's, it's a process that is fun, but it, but it's somewhat stressful because, there's just so much talent out there. There's so many good beats, you know, and so there's so many good people to get them from. And then you still have like people that are just coming up that are also submitting you stuff. And a lot of that stuff's dope too. So I just try to make myself available for features, you know what I'm saying? When cats want to do stuff with me. And that's how I've been able to be successful with getting myself on beats from more different producers because of the features. You know, I just did a joint with, uh, with, um, Mo Pope and Kyle Bent and like it was yeah, a beat try. from a producer that I that I didn't know and it was just the beat was so fly you know I was happy to get to do it because I, I probably wouldn't have used that beat for my project but I still loved it yeah. you know and got to got to do my thing on it so you know those situations I, I definitely like too that's a real dope record yeah and and chop chop thank you chop the great made it on the perceptionist album too oh, from, from, from meeting at the man. stoop you know he he, he heard i remember how it remember it happened until you judging at the okay, stoop and okay, he was like so, so he's like who's chop who's this dude 
first of all, shame on me for not even realizing that that, that immediate connection is just right there in my face. That's yep. right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it wasn't for the Stu B showcase, I wouldn't know who Chop was. You know what I'm saying? And so being there and getting exposed to his talent amongst all, all the other dope cats that I've seen just from being at you guys' events, you know, obviously Chronic Tone, um, there's just there's just so many of those cats, but but chops especially, you know, just from being able to meet him and, and just talk to him for a few minutes outside the venue, I could tell that he was serious, that he was professional, and then he you know sent me some tracks, and then that one just it ended up being track three on the album. It's called Out of Control. I listened to it today. I think it might be my favorite song on the album. You know wow. what I'm saying? So like that is a special one for me, man. You know, and and then on top of that. As y'all know him, because you know him personally, he, he's in the band Megazord, and he's a really dope keyboard player, and he was our keyboard player when we performed on National Public Radio. We were on NPR. We yep, got NPR Tiny Desk concert, yep. and he was part of our ensemble for that, and, and he blew it up. You know what I'm saying? So, real talented brother right there. Y'all, y'all's roster is deep, man. There's a lot of people that I think are going to be referencing Stu Beats and Beat Club, you know, down the line when they're making beats for all the top names in the business. That's you know dope. what? That deserves an air horn. <laughs> and also, before no we get back in, into the beats, man, I I always wanted to ask you, like, about, like, um, you know, the independent music grind. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, like, from, from, from what I understand, like, you never signed to, like, a major label. You've always been, like, on indie labels, and you've kind of mm-hmm. st- stayed the course and remain that way throughout your whole career when I'm sure you have plenty of opportunities to go the other route, um, you know, at different points in your career and, you know, different types of exposure that you were getting. You know what I'm saying? Like, so why, like, why did you choose to stay that course? And also like, how does that work for you? Like, like business wise, like financially, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. how are you able to maintain? Well, if, if um, Def Jam Records had come to me at the beginning of my career and offered me a couple of million dollars for the album out, I would have took it. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like you know I just avoided major labels because in all reality, I think that if you if you talk to any independent artist who was doing their thing in the late '90s and early 2000s, if they could have got a record deal on Def Jooks or Fat Beats, which was the two labels that. Um, I worked with after my first album. I think a lot of those, a lot of those guys would say that at that time that was like being on a major label because when we were on Death Jokes, you know, if we went on tour, we were on a tour bus, and if we were putting an album out, they would fly us out to Europe just to do interviews for a week, and that kind of made me feel like, well, you know, what's a record label, a major label, going to do that these guys are not doing, other than maybe have you know more of a promotional budget, but. You know, we we were charting on Billboard and, and getting the looks that you would hope to look to get. So I had always been pretty happy with my visibility because I never and you know this this might separate me from from the pack a little bit in terms of intent, but like I never really cared about being famous. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't, you know, I, and that might be why I don't have like dozens and dozens of videos. I don't even really like dealing with cameras too much. You know what I mean? So I just do it to to have my fun and to connect with the fans and then do shows. That's what I really like the most is performing, you know, so whatever was going to lead to that. But then, you know, as I, as my career went on, I started to realize that you can have connections 
in the corporate world as a professional without it just being about being on a major record label. So when you're asking like how it works as far as helping maintain, like <clears throat> I'm not a rich man, you know what I'm saying? Like it ebbs and flows. Some years are better than others, depending on what's out or, you know, how many shows I did or whatever. But <clears throat> excuse me, fellas. What, what I was saying earlier, you know, is that like I found other ways to get gigs with my talents, you know, so like whether it be hosting events or, you know, like I'm doing some consulting work now and, you know, I've been teaching for the last five years at UMass Boston and like all of those things are things that I'm doing because I rhyme. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's not necessarily like just always trying to figure out this math equation of how much money am I going to spend to make this project? How much money is going to go into promoting it? And then how many is it going to sell? And how is that going to turn into numbers? Because the music business changes so rapidly that I almost think that the days of depending on that are kind of over unless yeah you're on like a multi-million dollar deal with the label. So like, I don't know, I suppose a, a guy like Drake or you know, whoever's big right now, maybe uh, Kendrick or something like that, you know, maybe there's certain amounts of pressure that come from how much money goes into making the project in the first place. But now I just work and then I use the money that I make as my own budget to create my own music and my own projects. And then, you know, now I'm at a position then once I've done that to talk about, okay, now what's going to go into promoting this? And admittedly, like, I'm still learning that because, like I said, the, the game changes so frequently now. Like, okay, the game was the way it was in 1998 to maybe 2005, pretty much the same, pretty much. But then in that same frame of seven years, that seven years now happens in seven months <laughs> in 2018. You know what I'm saying? Like, people drop albums without warning. You know what I mean? You don't even know. You wake up one day and your favorite artist has an album out. Everybody's online saying it's incredible and it's trash. And then three days later, nobody's talking about it because 10 other artists put out albums. So if that's the waters that you want to wade in to try to find success, I would suggest, you know, bring bring a life jacket. <laughs> Instead of that, you can, you can just kind of make music because you love to do it put a little bit of the extra admin work in and, and building those relationships and fostering relationships with promoters at, at venues and DJs who have radio shows and, and like online bloggers and all the people that actually care about your stuff, just try to find them and, and bring them together as much as you can. And, and I'm still just, you know, trying to learn all that while using you know, the the skills that I've developed to just continue to get more gigs. So, you know, if Red Bull calls me and wants me to host the, the breakdance battle, I'm there. You know what I mean? And and I guess the reason that I'm there is because I'm, I'm good with the mic, but also because they've, you know, come to trust my name over the years. And, and, that, and that's really what it's about. Dope. Wow, man. Because you, man, living your passion, man, and staying strong behind your brand. Is- Try my best. Uh, you know what I mean? So uh, we got to get back into these beats, though, act, man. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we, you know, we cool down. We about to heat back up. Yes. Who we got next, yes. bro? Yeah, number we eight. Got, yeah, we got eight. All right. Shot town. Next up, we got I am Jason Griff. This is called. Is it Icon? <laughs> he produces in his name, <laughs> fam. Okay, go ahead. Is it Icon or he's playing with the word? I don't know. We gonna say Icon. All right, cool. Um, We're gonna. Um, <laughs> We're going to take a listen to it right now on the B-Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. 
IB Club. Let's talk about it. We got people online mm. saying, bruh. <laughs> um, Gemini's, man. Let's talk about it. Uh, motivate Mary, man. What's the word on this beat, bro? I would cut it. Um, it has potential, though. There's some good chops in there, but he just didn't execute, man. Like, you know, like the drums are okay, but, you know, you definitely got to tighten the drums up and, you know, just piece it together a little bit better. But good sample choice, and, you know, there was definitely some some cool elements that I would have made work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, just... Yeah, it, it missed. Yeah, I felt as though like whatever was happening during the introduction just kind of distracted me once it hit the actual beat. Like it, it didn't sound like they paired up too well. However, when I heard the beat go back into like the pre-chorus or a hook or whatever, it seemed to flow a little bit better. But I still wasn't a fan of whenever the vocals kick in. I felt like the beat alone you had, you really had uh, some real estate to work when it just came to where a person would lay their verse at. And I still feel like you missed just a little bit there. Um, so I'm going to cut it. Uh, just wasn't the vibe today. But Artificial Wavy, man, you feel any different? Nah, Marin said it all. Swing and a miss. Um, and for people online, I guess they'll sum it all up and say, uh, <laughs> the sample programming is trash. <laughs> That's what they said. But we're going to go to Acrobatic real quick. Acrobatic, man, you're going to keep or cut this beat? Man, <laughs> you know... I'm I'm hearing a different beat than y'all are hearing right now. Um, Hi, Lattice. What's up? I, yo, the only issue that I had with this beat is that I just think it's a little bit too slow. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was too... Like, I'm going to put it aside for safekeeping and just ask to hear it like two or three beats per minute faster. That drum that drum fill that would lead right into the verse, that's just fly, man. I, I, I mess with that. All right, cool. <laughs> so we got one keeper from Acrobatic. The rest of us in here, we're cutting it. Yeah. People online cutting it. Uh, yeah. Said it's, it's cool, but I'm not afraid to stand alone. It's cool. You're gonna stand island. alone on your own island, bro. Called Acrobat <laughs> Island, population one. Word up. I'm here. Long as some food, I'm good. Who we got next, man? All right, so next up, we got Trippy Pizza. With Pull up. All right, let's take a listen to it right now. The B Club Podcast. Keep it a cut. It. Let's go. Thank you. 
Let's talk about it. Artificial AD, man. What's the word on this beat, bro? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm a safe keep this one because I did. Hold on. I think Marin just heard something. Can we turn it back up? Wow. Safe keep? Yeah, I'm a I'm a safe keep it. Um, especially since the bass came in now, we just heard it. I was waiting for that. Uh, yeah, Trippy Pizza always does something far left. So, yeah, All right. not much to say. <laughs> Motivate Merriman, man. What's the word? Yeah, I agree with Avi on this. I'm, I'm gonna pull out the safe keep it. Um, yeah, just the beat was dope. I like the drum programming the most. Like I thought the drums were were pretty tight. Um, or we just switched. <laughs> yeah, it went into some completely pizza. different shit. Switching the beat. <laughs> I like this part. Well, can we can we turn this up for a second, Dimitri? Sorry about that. Pull out the safe, keep it. I mean, I just thought it needed like um, just more progression throughout the first part of the beat, and it yeah. it could have happened sooner. Even when the baseline came in, like the baseline was it was all right. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was kind of like it was the tone wasn't completely there, little off pitch, but yeah, it was cool. It was, mm. it was cool. It had a, it had a decent vibe to it. I I can salute Trippy's uh, percussion, man. I I like. Just his drum programming in general. I like the sound selection when it comes to the percussion. I like how he can actually do something a little different with the sample or beat um, when it just comes to how he programs his drums. Uh, I was a little bit more in favor of the the switch up towards end. I like the bop about that, but I felt as though um, the bass line took too long for me just as a listener without an artist on it. And I feel like if it, if it was an artist on it, we could wait until the bass line dropped because it, it makes sense for it. But for right now, I understand the safe keep it. I, I keep it based off just the percussion alone. Uh, acrobatic though, man. When you gonna keep a cut this beat? Um, I just want to say in case y'all are writing this down for the people who might be keeping score at home. The last beat that we listened to was a safe keep for me, not just a keep. Okay, I don't want y'all to think I, I gave that to one hundred percent. I needed to hear that one faster. But this one, um, I think that this beat is dope. Um, I would keep it. Cool. Um, I really I like how. Um, I like how it incorporates like trap vibe and boom bap vibe in the same beat. Like I feel like you could come off with like two different MCs rocking two different styles on the switch ups mm. and it would be kind of funky. Like I think Dutch Rebel would body this beat. Wow. All right. So what, what's the general, what was the room saying? We're all going to keep it? Basically a keep. Uh, yeah, the Geminis came together and combined made one keep. So it sounds like a full blown keep it. Keep it. Let our powers combine. <laughs> Let's get another one in there, man. What we got? All right. Um. Next up, we got. Is that? This is produced is by. Yeah, produced by Raw. That's not from like Retrospect Raw, is it? I'm not sure, but it's called Nightcrawler, though. All right. Cool. We're gonna take a listen to right now the beat podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go.
that's mixed with this beat probably yeah. Um, beat club, let's talk about it. I think they heard that, but it's cool. Uh, it's a unanimous no. cut it, man. Yeah. Let's go. Man. Let's just let's go. Keep it Akko, you gonna cut it too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, let's cut it. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah, that was one of those. Um, next number eleven. Oh shit. I feel. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait one second. I feel bad. Was that the first time I produced it? That was the first time we've ever seen that producer's name, right? I'm not sure. All right, just submit another beat. Just submit another beat. We're not even going to talk about that beat because you just need to leave that one alone. I'll keep it quick. The melody was boring. That's it. There you go. It was. Anyway, um, next up we got Jareel or Jezreel. Okay, I've seen that name before. Yeah, we have. And this is called Ain't Much To It. All right, cool. Let's take a listen to it right now. The B-Club Podcast. Keep it a cut. Let's go. talk about it but before we talk about it, i just said mm. yo if i could ever sing a song i always want to be that guy on the record just the guy like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, talking uh, that yeah just talking shit. that shit i always want is it check the same you know what i mean like if you if you're the only person in the group that don't sing but you just got the deep voice you still get cut the same part of the check you're supposed to if you're, right. if you're yeah, in the group you everybody should get the same cut all right well okay so what's the word on this beat though are we cutting this beat nah, nah i can't that. cut it no, yeah uh any feedback for this beat in the room yeah, get, um, get LL on it. Oh, shit. Acro, what you got to say, Acro? Uh, well, the first thing I want to say is that the common sample at the very beginning of the beat uh, just kind of gave me a flashback to the schizophrenics. I want to shout out my man, Checkmark. Rest in peace, Eddie Bones. You know what I'm saying? First mm-hmm. and foremost. But as far as the beat itself, I, you know, I, I, I really love that groove, but it is also just a two-bar loop on repeat, and it's kind of easy to pull that off. Mm-hmm. So... You know, shouts for finding a groovy sample, but at the same time, I personally have to cut it because I'm not trying to get sued for putting that on my record. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Having the original per- musician come to me like, uh, come on, you just loop my record. You can't mm. do that no more. Mm. Unless you're not oh. selling the music. If you just go make a jam and upload it to SoundCloud and not sell it, you can do that. Boom. There you go. See? That was that was good enough reason to cut the beat. <laughs> I'm still gonna keep it though. I think it was a good enough groove. We all gonna keep it in the room. It's funky. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over here, like to all the ladies in the place, put stuff in. Yeah, that would be a, that would be a good blend. That would definitely be a good remix. Yeah. And uh, yeah. smooth. Yeah. So I'm guessing we're just gonna 
keep this one? Is wait, is Acro on Acro Island again? AK forty seven. Yeah. Only for legal reasons, though. I'm with it musically. Let's get let's get one more, fam. We're visiting Texas. Yeah, we in Texas right now with Mitty Monsters, and this is called "Don't Wake Me." You know what though? You know what would be cool is if that dude called up and said, "Nah, I played that." Because if he played that, then that's the beat of the week. <laughs> if, it's just, if it's just a loop, I gotta cut it. <laughs> is this gonna be Chris? Is this gonna be Christopher Williams? What? Don't wake me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Don't wake me. I'm, I don't I'm, know. You want to put money that, on it? Nah. You're usually good with that shit. You're good with that. Shit. I mean, Texas I don't know. Shows? I know. I don't know. They, they, I'm just assuming. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll find out right now on the Beat Club don't podcast. Keep it or cut it. Me. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Motivate Marin, artificial AV man. We cutting his beat? Nah, I'm not gonna cut it. Nope. I, I think it was a, it was a good beat. It was cool. I, I I appreciated how he he flipped the sample, like chopped it up that particular way. Like yep. I, you know, for it to be sped up that high for mm-hmm. one, and then you know, kind of just extending it like the "Don't wake me, I'm dreaming." Like he spaced it out, and within that. Sp- it's tough to do that, like yeah. when you put that much space in between a sample. So he built a lot around, you know, those words. You know what I'm yeah. saying, and, and made a record. But I mean, it got kind of whack when he when they when they came in with their you know with their hook or bridge or whatever that was. Like that yeah. wasn't really that. They're dope. trying to shop that record, yeah, fam. which is cool. <laughs> but he could have kind of just left it for like two bars or something, and then took the shit out you know the writer would have got the idea you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying because it sounded like scratch vocals too like even the lyrics it sounded like scratch lyrics it's like all right I, all right i got it i get the yep. idea you're going for you know what I'm as saying? they came in <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah I can say i wasn't necessarily a fan of um the phaser uh that they yeah they put like on the vocals at a certain flanger, time yeah. yeah it got real messy at one time because you could nothing was really audible uh, but it didn't happen too much. It just happened in key areas. I was like, damn, I wish it was better. Outside of that, though, I love the originality um, and the approach to it. 
But uh, let me talk to Acrobatic, man. You're going to keep or cut this beat, man? Um, not only am I going to cut this beat, I'm going to stab it through the hand, through the table, like Nino Brown did to Christopher Williams in New in Jersey. The- oh, oh shit. <laughs> why, why so? But, well, because, I, I mean, the beat itself to me is, how can I put this? The, the producer is very talented, okay? But sure. th- it's like very well produced bad music. Like if this came on the radio and somebody was rapping over it, to me it would just be some like seriously bubblegum pop shit. Like I can't, I can't look at that no other way. Really. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate yeah, yeah. What, like the creativity and the talent of the producer, but come on, man, I know he could come with something harder than that. Nah, he definitely can't because he he sent some heaters to us before. I mean, not I believe it. Not I, that, that I believe, <laughs> but not this one for me. So that's a cutter from Acrobatic, and that's a keeper from us. What? Yeah, I kept it. Marin, Marin, you said you. Yeah, I kept it. it. Yeah, he kept, kept it. it. We kept it. Yeah, I just Acro- wanted. I just wanted to hear more um, musicality, like with the sample, like your own shit played. Can, I would have. Like if, if the baseline was a little artist, bit different, what I artist been. would be on this? What artist would be on this to make it a dope song? Tory, Tory Lanes, Lanes right away. <laughs> uh, all right. Sprinkle some Tory Lanes on that motherfucker. A Tory Lane. (laughs) Or otherwise, like otherwise, like in terms of like an MC that I would respect. Like, I, like it's def, like it, it, it would definitely be somebody from Texas. It would be like some, like, okay. like a Bun B Bun would B. fucking yeah, would murder this that. beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? A Pimp right. C will murder this beat. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but yeah. Right. I, otherwise, on the poppy shit, yeah, like Tory Lanez, and he would, he would actually like ride off of the Christopher Williams song. Yeah, like, he would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's about and it. That's kind of been his niche. Use the beat has to be signed to like Capitol Records or something like that because the sample is gonna cost at least like. 60 grand to clear at least yeah i mean i mean these days that's how it works single driven industry mm-hmm. that that yeah. 60 grand is worth it because this song will have like Absolutely. eight million streams mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so. all right so it sounds like it's uh overall keep it hack is still on uh yeah he that on his own me. island we keeping it over here <laughs> yeah right. that one depressed me keep it he <laughs> said you said it was geared towards Tory Lanez or Jeremiah. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah. We called it. What number are we at right now? We at 13? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's just try this for 13. It's from Nashville. Wow. We in the, we in the South. All right. Who we got, fam? So we got the Flavor God <laughs> <laughs> with Tiller Sample. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. Let's take a listen to it right now. The B-Club Podcast. Keep it a cut and let's go.
All right, we're just going to keep this simple. Anybody in this room keeping this beat? No. Acrobatic, you keeping a cut in the beat? If I don't like it, I don't like it. It don't mean that I'm hating. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a unanimous. Damn. All right, man. anybody want to speak on why we just cut it? Because, I mean, there's a bunch of no. reasons, but I have one. No, just it was, go. No, nah, it was just boring. Yeah, and it just wasn't moving. Nobody. Yeah, where, where was the tiller sample? I didn't. I, I mean, know. I just I didn't like the fact that it was even titled <clears throat> that or even that it would insinuate that it would be, you know? Yeah, right. No tight beats around here, you know? So um, like, we'll, we'll take, we're we going to take a break from the beats for a second. <laughs> that, but, that wasn't even really a tight beat, though. That was like. I don't know. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, we. I, I, <laughs> I already know what you was gonna say. I mean, for, for me, it definitely. It sounds like I, I hear beats like like this on this show all the time. Like where you could just tell, like, and I, you know, as a producer, we can all relate. Like when you when you're trying to cook up something, you find a little chop that kind of catches your ear, yeah, and it works when you're playing it live. <laughs> but then once you program it. You're like shit. This shit trash. Like you know, all of us would have scrapped it. You might have laid it. You might have laid it out, but after you did it, yeah. you would have been like, "All right, man. All right, on to the next. Let me just delete this, and you know what I'm saying, and move on yeah. to the next thing." Like, and you, we hear a lot of that on this show. You know, like it. You know, press the press. Ain't nothing wrong with hitting the reset button, man. Like I, I, I will literally just new new session real quick. Do you want to save the changes? No. <laughs> and go on and start fresh. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't like, you know, don't get married to the idea. You know, like, let you know, let, yeah. let the ideas circulate. Like, you, you know, know what happens at times is sometimes I, I've gotten so committed to a beat because I found that dope melody and that melody took like 20 minutes or 15 minutes to get that I'm like deep in a hole. I'm like, no, I got to save this shit. I'm yeah. going to figure it out. Uh. And I look at the clock. I'm like, yo. 45 minutes and this shit's still trash yeah. you know what I mean like right. you gotta delete it so and so then the next thing to do is obvious it would be to submit it to the Beat Club podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo Acro man have you ever made a beat before what have I ever made a beat before I produced most of my first EP so, so what did you produce it on yes they word rough enough woman I produced because they made it that way for Mr. Lift uh, Battle Royal with Esoteric, the wrestling joint. But um, so I, I kind of just stopped making beats after a while. What, what's your weapon of choice when you were in that zone? What were you? Uh, what were we making beats on? What the ASR I mean, ten? I, I was about to say it's kind of embarrassing, but yeah, the ASR ten. I was making beats on like keyboard samplers. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at this MPC one thousand that I have, but I don't like it. But what I'm really about to do is I'm about to hit up Lyft for one of these. Uh, he got like a machine joint. And I'm about to do the tutorial on that and, and start getting back at it, man, because making beats is fun and I'm definitely inspired. And I think that there is, you know, the one thing I'm feeling about this session right here, like there's a lot of talent in the beats and stuff like that, but it just feels like the, the, like, what's up with drums, man? Like, people don't like drums. Drums is what makes the body move. That's what yeah. our roots are from. We're African. Like, what's up with the drums? What is all this just like keyboard thin beats, which is 808s? Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody, you know, chases the sound, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, and, and right. you know, we, we always go through that, man. But I mean, we're blessed to come from, you know, that generation right. of hip hop where, yeah, like the, you know, where the sound of the day was mm -hmm. snatching a fire break mm -hmm. or a fire, you know what I'm saying? A drum loop. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I mean, early 90s, man, people used to overdo it. They used to fucking put a drum loop right. over a drum loop. <laughs> 
No question. <laughs> There's no question about that. And you know what? And I do appreciate what you're saying there. But I guess where I'm coming from, though, is just more about the actual just like tempo and the way that the beats make your body move. Like, yeah. you know, I've been checking out a lot of a lot of hip hop lately that like more recent stuff and it seems like yo it's all the same tempo yep. and then when you look at the the footage from the shows everything is the same exact thing everybody just jumping up and down at the same tempo for the whole time and the artists jumping up and down both feet leaving the stage like there's different ways you can do things you don't have to just watch what someone does and then go do the same thing and then we're just all zombies at that point you know what i'm saying yeah. but you know that that being said i've heard some fire beats today and i know which one i i, I feel like is the beat of the week oh you oh you already you have a nomination because now would be the time oh, yeah, to put it I, out there yeah now, now that we've heard a few more i think i'm, I'm for sure i, I wish i could exactly. i could tell you um the name of the beat but it was the dude what was it a, affirmative something you're talking about first official First official, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, I would definitely, I would definitely. Hey, man, write that name down because I, I, yeah, I, I had mentioned official. him. Yeah, I that mentioned him to you. I told to you for sure that y'all need to connect. Like, I, I feel like now, he got some sounds for you. Um, yeah, no, nah, that that was it right there. I would agree. I mean, you know, I I don't mean to be too critical. You know what I'm saying? You told me to keep it real rap. You yep. know what I'm saying? So like, I'm I'm coming from a, a world where like I'm listening to music submissions all the time. I'm working with different artists. I'm talking to different cats, whether it be up and comers or the legends. And I I feel like I have a pretty good hold on just like the the whole spectrum of what it is. And I'm just a little worried that producers that are coming up now, like you said, Mark, are, are really worried about chasing the sound that already exists instead of creating their own. And so the stuff that stands out the most to me is the most creative. And I think that that's probably the biggest factor. And when you asked me earlier, like, how do I choose beats for my project? I want stuff that makes me not sound like everybody else because that's how you stay around. And, and just take that from somebody who's been in the business for 20 years. You won't be in the business for 20 years just chasing whatever is popular mm. it doesn't work that way so yo act man i got a question to ask you now um i know you travel a lot uh but i i want to know if you had to put like an out-of-towner or someone onto the talent in just boston alone not based off yeah. of popularity though not a popularity vote just based off of just craft skill lyric ability all that stuff could you name three yeah. mcs that you really think represent the diverse sound and flavor of boston Oh, wow. Okay, you put me on the spot there now. There's, there's so many people, but it's hard for me to just come up with like a, a like cream of the crop three, you know. Um, you I definitely think that more people should know about Mo Pope. I think that that is definitely somebody that is, uh, he represents like a completely different style mm. of hip hop. But it's like, but at the same time, he, he's a veteran. I mean, are you, are you talking about up and coming? No, I'm just talking about like you if you wanted to general? make... If like, you want to put someone on to the sound here in Boston, because you I mean uh, a lot of right. when, I, when I leave town, people don't really know that we have a sound or know that right. there's really MCs in Boston. Who would be? Who would you introduce to these out of towners okay, to kind of get them I, I see what you're that saying. idea and that flavor? Yeah. All right. Well, well, I guess I would have to say it's hard not to mention Dutch Rebel. I, mean, I mentioned her earlier. Um, I think that she has a, her own kind of unique thing going on that's really dope. Mm -hmm. I would say. Um, Oompa, who I actually learned about through uh, the that 16 bars battle that, that y'all threw a yeah, while yeah. back. And now I've seen her at a couple of shows, and, and I think she's one of the best lyricists in the city. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, 
I, I you know, Kyle Bent's really dope too. He he's somebody that um I've been watching since he was in high school and and he's just coming into his own. He's got real diverse styles. He, he's doing all different types of stuff. So, you know, b- between the three of them, those are people that I would introduce people to get them an idea of what, what now Boston is. Because I think Boston has really changed. I mean, they gentrified the hell out of the city. You know what I mean? So it's not like the way it used to be where, every, you know, the residents of Boston were at a tight-knit hip-hop community. It's not quite that way anymore. Like, people yeah. come out to see people that they already know about. You know what I mean? But it's a little bit tougher to, to it seems for, for people to craft their own path. So it's, it's real interesting to me and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how it turns out. But you know, those, those are the, some of the, some of the cats, man. I, you know, shout out to Lotus Taylor too. He's another dude that's dope. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of fire, but it's, it, there's so many people that, you know, when I think about, there's some cats that are like touring all over the world that like people don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my man E. Don. He, you know, he basically built his career here in Boston. He's out in L.A. now, but he just dropped an album with uh, Homeboy Sandman that's getting a whole lot of attention out there. And I see they're doing an album release party. And, you know, I'm still trying to get people to get to get up on my shit. Like, yo, do y'all, do y'all know? Do y'all know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do y'all know what's up? Like, who do y'all think is dope? Somebody tell me because... You know, the names change all the time. The names change all the time of like, like if you look at the, say, Boston Music Awards, for instance, you know what I mean? Like, who are they recognizing? You know, like what, what Boston are we talking about when we talk about like who, you know, what is the Boston sound? I don't know how to define that now because I can look back and I, I think about like 7LN Esoteric and Lyft and me and Rex and Term and Edo and, and we were all kind of a movement at the same time. I don't really see a movement where I can, where I can really point to it and be like, Oh yeah, this, this is what's going on. It's more spread out and individuals are kind of doing their thing and I'm hearing about them on social media. I wish there was a way to congregate that back a little bit better. Huh. Well, I, I salute you. I salute you guys for working on that. You know what I mean? I, and I know, I know that's a long winded answer to your question. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's a really tough thing for me to really just put my finger on the pulse of, you know, I just know the few artists that I think are dope that I've heard, but I know that there's probably a lot more to be heard. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, act man for the producers that are listening and they're like, yo, I would just love to send a, a beat over to acrobatic. How do they do that? Yeah. Um, I would say, first of all, like any, anybody can follow me on uh, social media at acrobatic MC. So there's no C's in that until the end. So it's acrobatic, A-K-R-O-B-A-T-I-K-M-C. Mm-hmm. So that would be like uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, what else is there? I don't know. ChristianMingle.com, BlackPeopleMeet.com. Um, I don't know. Amish Farmers. Oh, love, shit. I don't know. No, no, no. But... But on Instagram, there's a link to my email. So if you if you click that, you, you know it'll pop, my email will pop up, and you can definitely just drop beats in there anytime you want. I'm always listening to beats. You know, I might be a week or two behind at any point in time with submissions, so I would just ask people to be patient. Yep. But I, I always listen to everything and try to try to get back to people. And as you see, man, you know this this type of thing is, is subjective, man. Everybody's opinion is different. Mm-hmm. One man's trash is another man's treasure. So I would just say, like, if if you're a producer and you're heard me cut one of your beats today that doesn't mean shit that doesn't mean that i'm not gonna like the rest of your beats i make beats that i don't like you know i've made beats that i don't like i write rhymes that nobody ever hears because i'm like oh that's weak i'm not gonna put it out so we're artists and and you know we're just expressing and and you never know what's going to connect with somebody so don't be afraid to like send that stuff through if you got heat you want me to hear it there you go man well 
Thank you so much, man, just for drop, just for, I guess, not dropping by the show, but still being on the show. But we look forward Word to you up. actually being in the building. I'm going to drop by next time, man. Oh, I'm sorry it didn't work out today, but it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been good spending an afternoon with y'all, man. But what we're going to do, because you put the Beat of the Week nomination out there, Marin agrees. Yep. I think we all agree. I, I'm going to agree with that as well. I think first official got the Beat of the Week as far as this goes, man. Nice. So, um, nice. Dimitri, can you pull that up whenever you get a chance? Big Fish First, first official. It's called Blister. Uh, what number was it? It was number six. All right, so we're going to pull that up. This is our Beat of the Week. First official, man, all the way from Massachusetts. It's not too far. But um, we're going to go around the room. Facebook, all those people on Facebook, man, they better not be like acting like trap beats because I definitely kept a lot of those trap beats from the beginning. <laughs> when we first started, they was bumping. <laughs> and if, if you listen to the Resolution album, you'd be real surprised at the beats on there. You need to go check that out. Perception is Resolution. Don't sleep on us, man. I'm not here for nothing. There you go. Tell so now that we got the beat of the week playing right now, tell people where they can find you. I mean, you dropped all the social networks, but let them know about the project, yep. whatever you let them, whatever you sure, need to let them yeah. know. Absolutely. So at Acrobatic MC, like I said, A to the K, R-O-B-A-T-I-K-M-C. And then um, we have uh, two perceptionist shows coming up in New England on November 30th. We're going to be at Harlow's in, uh, I think it's Dover, New Hampshire. I don't want to get that wrong. Let me run over here real quick and look. We're going to be at Harlow's. Uh, damn, I don't know. I, I think it's in Dover, New Hampshire, but we're going to be in New Hampshire at Harlow's Pub. And then on December 1st, the next night, we're going to be in Cambridge at Sonia. And at both of those shows, we're going to be back by a live band that features members of Dub Apocalypse. Um, we, we, we rocked together at the Lizard Lounge a few months back and had a real good time. It was packed. I'm guaranteeing you that that show is going to be fly as hell. We're going to have a great time. My man Jarv is going to be there, too. My man Mr. Burns. So, you know, I'm looking forward to, to actually doing something in the bean and being able to see some of my Boston heads. So I hope all of y'all can make it. Wow, oh, man. Thank you so much, Acrobatic, man. Uh, Word up. And it's always, yo, it's always a pleasure talking to you, even if it's like brief or even if we had like this whole hour and a half and such, man, it's always a pleasure talking to you. I feel like I learned something yo, every time it, man. we share a conversation. Um, I appreciate y'all welcoming me with open arms over the years, over and over again, man. I feel like, you know, we're family, man. And Mark knows that. We go back to the, the high school years, man. So this is this is love right here, man. I appreciate y'all. And I will be here anytime y'all put the signal in the sky for me, bro. That's love. That's that. We're going to put the AK-47 in the sky. <laughs> exactly. Not the gun, but the MC. <laughs> dope, man. Dope, man. Well, you are... Uh... You can stick around, man, while we do our closing remarks, man. But Motivate Mary, anything you want to talk about to the people? Yo, man, like I always say, man, love is the answer and the cure. You know what I'm saying? Show the people that you love, you love them. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost. Yeah. But we are on the road to the stew, man. The stew showcase is soon approaching the grand finale. <laughs> Sunday, December 2nd, Wonder Bar, Boston. It's going to be crazy. Go to the stew showcase com for those tickets we have a crazy lineup of producers it's that time again shout out to our judges we have tony morgan we have sean j period and of course our resident judge dar adams bobby bangers on the ones and twos get those early bird tickets right now and those booth seats are moving they starting to move so you might want to grab you a booth seat so you could be sitting right next to the action that's going to be super dope but on the road to the finale on the road to the finale, we have to do this Beat Club podcast live thing, man. And we had to rearrange something. I, I think last week we gave you a wrong wrong date, but we rearranged it. So we're making two stops this week. 
First stop, Thursday, November 15th, will be up north at the Grog in, New, in Newburyport, Mass. The Grog in Newburyport, Mass, Thursday, November 15th. Doors open at 8.30. We have John Glass versus Vinyl Villain as the feature battle. And, of course, we have a few uh, performances. We're trying something different. We're going to have a couple of performances by Andre X and Duke Caron. It's going to be super dope, man. So this is going to be our first time out in Newburyport. People have been asking us to come up north that way. So we're trying something different. And we're definitely going to be moving around a lot more in 2019. So come out Thursday night if you can. Thursday, November 15th. Doors open at 8.30. And then Sunday, November 18th. Back at our home base, the Wonder Bar, downstairs, mm. Beat Club Podcast Live. Doors are opening up at 7 p.m. We're running from 7 to 11 p.m. that night, Sunday, November 18th. And we have three feature beat battles this night for, for Beat Club Podcast Live. We have Lightfoot versus Loman. Mm. We have Battle Axe versus Hum Beats. Mm. And we have First Official versus DJ Manipulator. Mm. It's going to be crazy, man. I'm really, really, really excited about that one. So come on out. You know the format. It's an open producer showcase. You pay your admission at the door. The sign-up is free. And everybody that comes through, you get a five-minute beat set if you want to play some beats. And, of course, we have the feature beat battles. And for the finale, we definitely have an open kitchen. So, producers, this could be an opportunity for you to get a free slot on the open kitchen. You never know. So come through Thursday, November 15th. If you're up north in the Lawrence, Haverhill, or New Hampshire area, you can make it to the Grog. And all my Beantown people, Sunday, November 18th, we'll be at Wonder Bar Boston, downstairs, Beat Club Podcast Live. So come through, man. Show some love. Wow, man. Uh, Artificial Wavy, man. Anything you want to share with the people? Yeah, I'm going to just tell the people, continue your education outside of school. You know, you mm. can. there's plenty of information out there online. There's classes that are cheap online. You, you could dig up a whole shit ton of information on anything you want to learn out there so never stop educating yourself i'm about to spend the whole next year learning something new every month i'm saying it on air so y'all can hold me accountable yep and shit just do it with me why not bet bet uh as usual i have no gems to drop um especially after av and such i just want to thank everybody (laughs) i want to thank everybody for listening on twitter uh listening to us and voting on twitter people on facebook people on instagram just for rocking with us everybody on soundcloud that's been reposting the show and our new listeners on spotify and uh and itunes um i'm looking at the reviews we're getting really good reviews online as well so that's super dope just thank you to everybody for supporting the beat community to all the producers that listen to the show and have not submitted yet just understand this we are here for you guys we are here for the culture this is the only place that i know of thus far where you can submit your beat get it played live get it judged by people from all over the world have that same beat get aired on more than several popular places where people consume podcasts and you get heard all over the world just from one beat regardless if it was kept or cut take that chance and watch what happens that's all i'm saying increase your at bats sending them beats and let's make it happen we want to thank uh ik multimedia as well because we don't shout them out enough for these iLoud micro monitors this is how we listen to these beats each and every show and uh, i think we've been doing pretty good because the writer's box just been sounding better and better all that said, man, shout out to the Gold Network for holding us down. Shout out to Acrobatic just for holding us down as well and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and blessing us with the interview. And because I can say it on the radio, I'm going to say it right now. Shit. 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 We out.